I just uh, had a couple of different titles. The giver and the gift is what we wanted to say. The gift and the giver. Well, however you want to say it. I mean, no, God is the gift and the giver. I said, God is the giver. Jesus is the gift. All in the same. I know you feel quiet, cold outside. You want to go back home and bundle up and go back to sleep. How many know it's time for church? There you are. Good morning, everybody. Start all over. Bring the worship team back. Good to see you this morning. It's our Christmas message, and I pondered uh, the blessing of God. My kids ask me all the time, Dad, what do you want for Christmas? They can never seem to figure it out. I used to say, love and respect. Now I say, peace and quiet. <laughs> yeah, well, I thank God for our grandkids, uh, three grandkids, two godly son-in-laws, two beautiful daughters, a beautiful church, and a beautiful wife. And I'm grateful. How many are grateful today for a blessed life? Amen. Amen. You know, my life, uh, I don't think it would have turned out this way had I not given my life to Jesus. If you're here today and you haven't surrendered your heart to Jesus, I don't know of a better gift you can receive today than Jesus. The greatest gift. Amen. Amen. So so I just wanted to to uh, look into the scriptures today uh, to think about the thought, the, 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 um, the gift and the giver. And uh, and think about the Christmas story as well. I hope not to keep you too long. Um, but if you don't say amen, we could be here till two o'clock. There we go. Got one amen anyway. Let's get into the book. <laughs> the giver is the gift. Can you say amen to that? And so the end and culmination of all things is near. First Peter four, seven. We could stop right there and say amen. The end and culmination of all things is near. Therefore, be sound-minded and self-controlled for the purpose of prayer. That is uh, staying balanced and focused on the things of God so that your communication will be clear, reasonable, specific, and pleasing to Him. Above all, have fervent and unfailing love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. It overlooks unkindness and unselfishly seeks the best for others. Well, I went backwards. I think I did. Unless somebody else. I'm going backwards and it's supposed to go forward. There we go. There we go. Be hospitable to one another without complaint, just as each one of you has received a special gift. Uh, you said, Pastor, it's not Christmas yet, but I'm telling you, you already see, received a special gift, a spiritual talent, an ability graciously given by God. Employ it in serving one another. Here's God telling you what to do with your gift. Use it to serve one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace. Faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to, to Christians by God's unmerited favor. So multifaceted is a word for manifold. Manifold and multifaceted is the same word interchangeably, meaning varied. Various gifts, many gifts, uh, different kinds of gifts. The manifold favor of God is what I want for Christmas. How about you? I want, when the girls ask me that, that's what I pondered, and that's what I wanted to speak to you about. I want the manifold favor of God. I want the blessing of God on my life. Above all that I ever receive, every gift you give, I, I say thank you ahead of time. Thank you. But I want the blessing of God. How about you? Webster says a manifold means many and marked by variety, 
It's an adverb that God uses to describe the gifts he desires to give to you this Christmas. And here's some of them. What kind of gifts does God want to give you? How many like to receive his mercy today? How many glad his mercies are new every morning? It's not like he mercied you one time when you got saved. Every day we experience the gracious gift of God's mercy. Nehemiah 9.19, yet in your manifold mercies you did not forsake them in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day to lead them on the road, nor the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way they should go. Is anybody grateful for the goodness of God? I mean, he has been faithful. That is favor. You have been favored. If you've been forgiven by the Lord, you are sitting in the seat of favor. Amen? His manifold mercy, that's one of his gifts. How about his manifold wisdom? How many like to have the manifold wisdom of God? The wisdom of God. There's times throughout the year, I don't know which decision to make, what place to go, what thing to do, right? I need the wisdom of the Lord. James said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. And God will give the manifold wisdom. Ephesians 3.10, to the intent that now, right now, you can have the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. In other words, if you want to refute the enemy and all of his attacks, how many know you need God's wisdom? The spiritual gifts, right? Discernment, wisdom, knowledge that only comes from above. Supernatural things because you can't tackle some of the attacks and the spiritual things that are going on in the mind and the spirit, in the emotion, in your body that are going on that uh, Satan brings. How many know God has an answer for every one of Satan's attacks? We spent a lot of time this past year under the uh, spiritual warfare series. But God says he's got a gift for you, manifold wisdom. Anybody need that? Look at it in the Amplified. So now through the church, the multifaceted, remember that we read that in First Peter 4? Through the church, the multifaceted wisdom of God in all countless aspects might now be made known, revealing the mystery to the angelic rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. His manifold grace is another gift, right? As each one of has received a gift, we read it in our text, minister it to one another as good stewards of the what? Manifold grace of God. The grace of God. I mean, oh, that's a great gift. We think of grace in terms of salvation, but that's not the only time we experience grace. Every time he shows up, how many know the grace of God shows up? He is gracing us today with his presence. How many know that's a gift? The presence of the Lord is a gift. He's here. I said he's here. And his grace is extended to you and to me. The spirit of God and the grace of God has appeared to all men. All of us can receive this great gift. Listen. Without him and his grace, we're in trouble. That's why we have a, a, a country and a world gone mad. They haven't experienced the peace of God. It's God's favor, the grace of God. Just as each one of you have received a special gift, a spiritual talent, and ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another as is appropriate. Good stewards, our text said, of, the, of God's multifaceted grace. Faithfully using the diverse and varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. It's really the favor of God. That's why I started out to tell you of all the things my girls asked me, I want, I want the grace of God. I want the favor of God. Undeserved. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. How many know it's a gift from the Lord? 
favor of the Lord. That's what I want this year. And his manifold works, Psalm 104, 24. O Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. How many know the Lord owns it all? So if you're wondering if you have a need today, we're going to have an altar in just a little bit. We're going to take communion. We're going to open the altars. And if you need God in any way, his protection, his provision, right? Whatever you need. How many know he is Jehovah Jireh? He is able to meet every need. He's a good God. He owns it all, and therefore he can do it all. In the Amplified, I love it. Oh, Lord, how many and varied are your works. That's the same word, multifaceted, manifold. How many and varied are your works. How many has the Lord worked on your behalf this year? Amen. Amen. He is always going to come through, and he needs to. Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good and righteous person are directed and established by the Lord. And he delights in his way and blesses his path. I'm going to stop right there for a little bit. I know there are requirements and re- prerequisites. We'll get to that in a minute, but I'm going to stop right there. And I just want to talk to you a little bit about Mary. It's Christmas time. And we see favor all throughout the Old Testament. We see favor everywhere, right? Noah was a recipient of the favor of God. And God was angry with the people's wicked ways. He, he, uh, Intended to destroy them all, but the Bible says Noah, what? Found favor in God's eyes in Genesis 6, 8. Noah walked with God in verse 9, and others did not. But God's gift of favor provided Noah with protection and deliverance from the wrath of God. Did you know that if you make it in the rapture, that is God's favor on your life? That you've been protected? Uh, and provided for from the wrath that is to come. I know it's hard to talk about that at Christmas, but Jesus is the gift and God is the giver. God gave us a gift to protect us and provide for us a way out from the wrath of God. I know it's not pleasant, but how many know it is still true? If you don't worship Jesus at Christmas, you're going to face the wrath of God. In fact, if you don't worship Jesus any day of the year, you're going to face the wrath. You gotta, I mean, oh, you gotta receive Jesus to receive God's favor. God so loved the world, He gave. He's the giver. And Jesus is the gift. And you will be so numb and clueless to what I'm saying today if you don't have Jesus in your heart. Oak Grove has prayed for this service. If you come by, uh, in online or in, in house service and you don't know the Lord, how I many know oh, we want you to come to Christ? We want you to find the the answer to all of this. That's what Christmas is all about. People are looking for acceptance and approval and favor. And God gave us Jesus. Gave it to Mary. But look, there's others in the Old Testament. Abraham received God's favor in Genesis 18.3. He was called God's friend. Moses received God's favor and had the unique blessing of seeing God's glory. Something not everybody gets to do. That's distinct. Blessing and favor that comes to people who walk in obedience, who know the Lord. The Israelites received God's favor in the sight of all the Egyptians. All the Egyptians saw the favor follow them out of Egypt and all their possessions they were able to have. God provided for them to have whatever they needed in the wilderness. How many know God is the provider and the protector from the wrath of of Pharaoh? Protected them. That's favor. 
Maybe you don't know what favor it is. Maybe you never recognized it in your life. Maybe you're just living this Christian walk and it's just accidentally your favorite. Hey, the first 10 years of my walk with God, I was accidentally favored. But when I recognize it, how many know it's, t- it's time to learn how to be intentionally favored? Not just say, oh, this is just so coincidental. How many know it's not a coincidence? Your life is in the hands of the Lord. He's favored you highly. And so Daniel was taken into captivity by the Babylonians. It sounds like a bad story. Because just like there's manifold grace, how many know there's manifold trials that Peter talks about? Manifold trials. Troubles come. Jesus said, hey, in this world you'll have lots of troubles. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Yeah, it's not the happy day all the time. Our hearts are grieved. Our hearts are hurting. Problems come. We lose loved ones. We lose friends. We lose we lose a lot of things. But how many know we keep the favor of God? Of all the things you get, you know, you, you need to keep and hold on to the favor of the Lord. Did you know that just like you can receive the favor, you can forfeit the favor? You can actually forfeit the favor of God. And some have. But I want you to see this. In every one of these, God's favor was a gift that could not be purchased and provided blessing, protection, and provision. God's favor is mentioned over a 100 times in the Old Testament, and we see it in the Christmas story. God's favor shows up again to Mary. I'm not going to sing, Mary, did you know? You don't want me to. But I don't know if she knew because she was so surprised. A little 16-year-old Hebrew girl, Israelite girl from Nazareth. And had a surprise visit in Luke chapter 2. And uh, in chapter 1, verse 26 through 28, it says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, the angel said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. Greetings, favored one the Lord with you. And the Bible says that she was uh, just surprised, taken back, troubled by the fact that this is a visit from the angel. What did I do wrong? How many of you, when you get a visit from an angel, the first thing you're probably thinking of is, what did I do wrong, right? In the presence of holiness, you want to make sure that you're right. But the angel just kind of said to her, uh, rejoice, favored one. Rejoice, lady. You've got a lot to rejoice about. Pastor's message on this Christmas morning, although you're not responding at all and looking at me like a mule on a new fence post. My message to you this morning is rejoice, O favored one. O Grove, did you know you were favored of the Lord? If you didn't, you need to hear me loud and clear. There's no way we can see God do what he does in this church if the blessing and the hand of the Lord was not on us. I said we are. All of us. Or together, the body of Christ, we're the favored. If you're not experiencing favor, we need to check into it. There is it. I'm going, I'm going to get to it. I'm not going to let you out without giving it to you, right? Merry Christmas. I'm about to give you a great gift. I want you to listen to the Greek text. It doesn't say greetings. It says rejoice, favored one. It implies Mary has every reason to rejoice because she's favored. It's in the perfect tense, perfect participle, meaning something happened in the past caused her to be favored in the present. I said, how many know something happened in the past that caused you and me to have favor in the present? And not only favor in the present, favor in the future. Man, Mary didn't realize it. She didn't understand. It means the favor is also ongoing favor. It's what Christmas is all about. At Christmas, we give and receive gifts. 
We try to affirm our love to each other, our gifts. We, you know, we show our appreciation, approval. And here God was sharing his, his love with Mary by giving her the greatest gift of all, Jesus. How many know Jesus is the greatest gift? The giver and the gift. The giver gave a gift to Mary. She didn't quite understand it all, but God's favor was resting on her, he said. In preparing this message, I wanted to entitle it, All I Want for Christmas is God's Favor. It really is true. If I could boil it all down and say, you know, I love my family, I love my church, I love our, our blessed life. Yes, I do. I know you love your life too, but, but what would life be without Jesus? I, 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 uh, I shudder to think about my life without the Lord. Hell or jail. Probably. Or both. But I just wanted to share this because, because I think sometimes we think, uh, favor is only something we see in the Old Testament. But the angel Gabriel said, Hey, Mary, rejoice, favored one. The Lord is with you. In fact, that phrase, the Lord is with you. You don't find that everywhere. There's only like five or six I counted in the Bible that it actually says the Lord is with you. Joseph being one of them, right? Abraham, Isaac. There's a few. But but I, I want you to know, I want you to know, it doesn't mean that the Lord wasn't with them, but the word of God didn't expressly say and written in the scriptures, the Lord is with you. But to Mary, Gabriel says, hey, rejoice, little lady. The Lord has chosen you, favored you, blessed you. You're about to have the greatest gift of all. Jesus. Jesus. Wow. What a gift. It was a surprising favor. It was quite a humbling favor. It's like, me? I haven't even known a man. What's going on? She was confused a little bit, you know. I don't, I don't understand. But isn't it kind of God? Isn't it, isn't it wonderful of God to tell her ahead of time? And to tell Joseph, I think he could have told Joseph a little sooner. Might not have, might not have had all this confusion. <laughs> but the Lord tells you right on time. How many know the Lord's never late? He's going to reveal to you what's going on. And even when it seems troubled, the manifold trials of life, God is still favoring you. You see, to have his favor doesn't mean you have a life uh, of plenty and blessing and no trials. That, that's, that's a lie. And there's a prosperity gospel going around lying to people. But I'm telling you, even in the midst of the trouble and trial, you can still have the blessing and favor of God. There's only one condition, and that is that you have Jesus. As the years went on, it was a humbling favor. It was also a magnificent favor. I mean, Mary births the son of the living God. She gives birth to the Son of the Living God. We're going to do a little video in just a minute, show you the whole story. Hope you have time to watch it, and uh, hope you don't fall asleep. Nudge your neighbor, say, "Wake up." Either what I'm saying is so profound that you can't even comprehend it, or you're sleeping this morning. I'm not sure. I can't see you with the lights out. Probably a good thing. I'd throw a pencil at you. I had a, uh, I had a uh, professor one time in Bible school. If you slept in his class, he'd throw a pencil at you. Wake you up. Get me some darts, okay, next week, bear. I'm going to get some darts and pop, pop some people. Verse 40 says, Mary gave birth to a child, verse 40, and the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and watch this, and filled with the favor of God. Jesus. Not only did Mary have favor, now her son, Jesus, favor was upon him. Verse 52, and the years went on and Jesus increased, right? 
Luke 2. Increase in wisdom and in stature and what? Favor with God and man. So God the giver gave Jesus the gift that keeps on giving. Favor. Mary, Mary had favor. Jesus has favor. And one day while he was teaching in the synagogue in Luke 4, he quotes from Isaiah, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. Remember that? The shepherd said it was good news. The angels declared. He sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. And here it is. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. How many know 2022 could be the year of the Lord's favor? Every year is the year of the Lord's favor if you have Jesus. Amen. His favor is the greatest gift you'll receive. Mary favored. Mary gave birth to Jesus. And Jesus favored, who is the source of favor, of God's favor to anyone who receives. That's that's why the shepherds heard the angels saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and whom his favor rests. We read it and we sing it, uh, peace and goodwill toward men. But it means peace and favor will rest upon them. I don't know what you want for Christmas, but if I could have a gift I could give to you, I would give you the favor of God. Good news and peace that will rest upon you. How many know this world needs rest? How many of you say, today I need rest? Or are you getting it all right now in the service? Praise the Lord. I might as well laugh. It ain't going to change anything. So we get it now. The giver is God, right? He is. He has more than you can imagine. He is the gift, Jesus. Uh, receive God's favor by by receiving Jesus, the greatest gift ever given. So, so the question today is, do you have God's favor? How would I know if I did, Pastor? Well, you, uh, you, you could think about the things I just told you about, the manifold uh, abiding presence of God, the manifold grace of God, the manifold wisdom of God, the manifold blessings of God, protection of God, provision of God. How many have had those things? Let me see your hand. If you had any of those things, there you go. You're favored. Favored. Maybe you don't even know it, but you're favored. I'd like to have him if I didn't have him, right? All of that, his mercy, his wisdom, his grace, his his works, personal refreshing comes from his favor. Everybody wants approval, acceptance, and appreciation. That's why we give gifts. I don't know how many gifts you bought. I don't know if you went overboard or if you didn't buy enough. I don't know if you went to the dollar store and got everybody you know a gift. How many know it's not the gift uh, so much as the giver? Now, in Jesus' case, how many know it is the gift? Nobody else, no other gift would have come uh, close for us. A man could not give us anything. That's why Joseph wasn't in the picture. If we'd have born of Joseph, then we'd still be in our sins. I mean, oh, Jesus is the answer to the world's problems. He is the favor and the blessing. He's the gift. He's the real gift. But I want you to see this because everybody wants this. That's why we exchange gifts. Psalm 90 and 17 says, And let the beauty of the Lord of our God be upon us and establish the works of our hands. Yes, uh, establish the works of our hands. What we're saying is, God, would you bless? Would you seemingly come and bless the works of my hands? There's lots of ways that God can send favor and grace and mercy, all of these things. But he blesses the works of our hands. Whatever your hand does, he puts a blessing on it. If Jesus is with you. If you try to do any works without Jesus, how many know it's null and void? 
You can work and work and work only to have holes in your pockets and never be able to make it. But if you have Jesus, you have favor. That's why I say it all the time. Favor can get us, the Morans and Oak Grove, what money cannot. When I came here 20 years ago, we needed money. But what we needed more than money was Jesus. We needed favor. We need the hand of God on the work of God. We need the blessing of God on the people of God. We needed the blessing of God, right? And so, and so it's meaningless and ineffective if God's favor is not on it. Look at Deuteronomy 28, 2 through 6. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. How many would like to be overtaken today by the blessing and favor of God? Here we go. I heard a, a response at time. And so blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. If. Somebody shout if. Now we're going to get to the rest of the message. If. I hate it, but if is half of life. L-I-F-E. If. Oh, it was fun to preach the first half, but Lord help me with the second. If you will hearken the voice of the Lord your God, then blessed shall be, blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field, blessed shall you be uh, the first of your, uh, the fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your of your kind, and the flocks of your sheep. Blessed shall be the basket and and the store. That means if you own a business. I mean, oh, your store is going to be blessed. Somebody shout amen to that. Blessed shall be your store. Blessed shall be, blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Even in the manifold trials and troubles, you're still blessed. Now, some days we feel blessed and some days we don't. But I want to ask you today, are you aware of God's favor in your life? Let's just see what happens next. How do I do, what do I do to receive these gifts? Well, Psalm 37, verse 3 says, trust the Lord and do good. If you'll do that, you will dwell in the land and be faithfully fed. How many know you are definitely fed when you're fed by the Lord? I said, if you're all waiting for somebody else to feed you, you could go hungry. But if you're fed by the Lord, how many know you'll never thirst or hunger again? They that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled if you're, if you're trusting in the Lord. Verse 2, delight yourself in the Lord. Some of you ought to try that this morning. Try that this morning. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I mean, that's that's just favor right there. So all I've got to do is delight? For some of you, it seems really like a challenge. For some of you, it takes you till noon to put a smile on your face. I don't know what's going on. Verse 5, commit your way to the Lord and trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Is there anything you're waiting on for the Lord to bring to pass? Favor. Trust the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Say, Pastor, I've done that, but I just don't understand why everything's not working out my way. Hang in there. How many know the Lord's not done yet? The final chapter hadn't been written. I mean, I think about Cheryl Christman and a blessed... Bless her heart. I miss her, and I know you do, and, I, and I'm and i going to miss her greatly. She's a great friend. But uh, she had a battle with cancer for 12 years. But she, but she fought through and got the victory. God completely healed her. Could somebody help me celebrate Jesus? I mean, that's favor. Max, that's favor. I know he had dealt with cancer too, and just the Lord favored them. Favored them. Not with a whole lot of stuff, but just 
Boy, they have no regrets. Monday, Cheryl said, I'm ready. I have no regrets. What a way to go. And to make a choice. I'm going now. It's like, praise the Lord. In 35 years of ministry, I've never had anybody say with such, such intentionality, I'm going to be with Jesus. But she did. She said, bring my husband in. Bring my kids in. Tell them I'm out of here. I'm done with all this. And she went, she went her way. How many know the Lord brought it to pass? Now, now listen. If you're not understanding trials, if you're not understanding troubles, if you're not understanding favor, you will think that just because we have death or trials or loss that we're not favored. Think again. God is the one that writes the last chapter. I said God is the one that writes the last chapter. Can't take nothing into this world. You can't bring nothing out. Uh, I said the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So blessed life, saying back to the Father, blessed be the name of the Lord. Commit your way to him. Verse 7, rest in the Lord. How many of you say you need rest today? Man, you need rest. You just need to get away. At the end of the year, it's a long year, a long trial, a long pandemic. I tell you, we ought to give it up for all of our medical personnel, all of our nurses, all of our doctors, all the people, all of our uh, frontline responders. Come on, give it up for them. I mean, military people. Wow, you think you're tired. You ought to be tired trying to do something to to protect somebody else. Working hours and hours and hours and hours, and seemingly nobody seems to respond or or recognize it. We got you to know. We want you to know. Everywhere we want you to know. We appreciate you. Amen? Just appreciation with words is a gift. I mean, God's word is a gift. And so, rest in the Lord and wait patiently. Now, that's the one that I... I need to ask God for this Christmas. Anybody else need patience? Well, God's about to wrap it up and give it to you for Christmas. In the favor of the Lord. Wait patiently for him. And do not worry about other people and their blessings. I like that. We're so concerned about other people. It seems like other people are being blessed. And we're not. But I mean, oh, Satan doesn't want us to be playing comparison games. Contrasting our life with somebody else's life, like maybe they have it better off than we do. Now, Miss Cheryl, this morning, how many know she does have it better off than we do? Amen. She graduated. She got promoted. The rest of us will have to deal with that till we get there, right? Amen. But don't worry, it won't be long. Looks like things are winding up. That's what the text said this morning. So, are you aware of it? Are you aware of the favor? Are you aware of the blessings? Don't worry about other people's blessings. And verse uh, 8, cease from anger and forsake the wrath of God. Basically, learn how to forgive. You want a blessed life? It's conditional. You don't just get the blessing of God and go hate on everybody. You can't be a hater and a lover at the same time. Help me out here. You got to learn how to walk in the blessing and the favor of God. It's conditional. If you learn these things from Psalm 37, then you can walk in the blessing of God. Obedience, right? I mean, Noah was obedient, found favor in the eyes of the Lord when everybody else was not. The whole world was not. So Abraham and everybody else, even Mary, a little 16-year-old girl, found favor. And I'm thankful to God that a little 16-year-old girl found favor. My wife found favor when she was 16, found the blessing of the Lord. I mean, oh, his manifold blessings are available to you. 
because she found the Lord, it enabled me to be positioned in a place where I can find the Lord. And because I found the Lord, my girls know the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. Of all the things we want, we want our children to be saved. We want our grandchildren to be saved. We want them to walk in the blessing of God. If I have to have a trial, go ahead and give it to me, but don't give it to them, Lord. I'll take their punishment. I'll take their troubles. Right? That's what we as good parents want. But how many know God is the giver of that gift to you? Which is why he gave us Jesus. And that's the message for today. Learn how to forgive. That's what Jesus did to us. Verse 27, depart from evil. Now, this is the main condition to receiving the favor and the promises of God. Depart from evil. You can't walk in evil and walk in the blessing at the same time. If you want favor coming in and going out, favor on your children, favor on your grandchildren, favor on your land, favor on your crops and your cattle, and favor on your store, favor on, you know, everything, then you have to obey the Lord. You have to walk in obedience to the Lord. You have to receive Jesus, basically. And uh, it's crazy. Uh, but many people are not aware of the blessing of God in their life. They're just not aware. So I want to read uh, Psalm 106, and we'll get, because the video is about three, four minutes, and so I want to show it to you. But 106.4 says, remember me, O Lord, in the, favor, in the favor toward your people. The psalmist is saying, when you favor your people, please include in me. How many by a show of hands would say, Lord, today, when you favor your people, include me. Come on, let me see your hands. Include me, Lord. I can stand a blessing. Visit me with your salvation. So my question is, if we go into this um, narrative of the, of the story, when Mary receives her favor, I want you to see how wonderful it was and what God is doing. The favor continues to go. Mary received a gift, but it wasn't just for her. The gift was for everyone. And he grew, and he lived, and he died, and he was raised. Would you help me praise the Lord for no more death or pain or sorrow? Hallelujah. Amen. I am making everything new. What a wonderful, wonderful uh, presentation. I, I think that many times we go through Christmas season not really realizing that the favor of God is on us. So I want us to stand, if you would, everywhere here, and uh, we're going to receive communion. We're going to uh, have Chrissy and Taylor to come back, and we're going to worship the Lord, and I'm going to give you one more point and let you go. But while we play softly, I wanted you to see that video. As you walk up here and, and receive communion, uh, I want you to, to contemplate as you walk back to your seats uh, all the favor and blessing that God has given us when the giver gave us the